and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. Today, Andrew Tate's How to Be a G course. Let's get into it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. saying, why did you call it G course? You could have called it something more serious, da da da. No, I like that name. I like, I like G. That's what it is. It's a G mindset. We're going to learn something about ourselves. We're going to learn something about how, you, how do you view the world. Because in reality, how you view the world absolutely and utterly shapes how you react to the world, how you act in the world, how people view you. It's all down to how you view things. There's very few things in this life we actually have any control over. I learned all of the lessons I'm going to be teaching you the hard way. I didn't learn them in a course, so you guys are very, very lucky. I learned all this shit the absolute hard way. I came from absolutely nothing. There's a lot of rumors circulating online that, you know, my father was a world-level chess player and that I got a lot of money from him and I came from a rich family, etc., etc. Absolutely not the case. My dad was uh, a G, a straight G. He was in the military. He was based in England in the Air Force. My dad was actually recruited into the CIA. He was a spy. Now he's, he's dead, I'm, I'm happy to say that. Uh, so my father worked for the intelligence services. He was based in England. He met my mum, a uh, pretty little white thing. He's a big black dude. So back then that was, that was a taboo. He, he grabbed her, took her, to Eng took her back to America with him. Uh, three beautiful offspring, me being the, the oldest. Uh, and then he continued with his life of being a G, which is pimping hoes and playing chess at world level and traveling, and traveling the earth. He never had any large financial sums. He certainly didn't leave me a penny. Um, he didn't have anything to leave. So all he left me with was with a mindset, and that mindset was enough that allowed me to build the life I wanted to build. My father never wanted to be fiscally rich. He never gave a shit about being rich. He cared about other things. If he wanted to be rich, he would have been extremely rich. Um, and I personally decided I wanted to be rich, and all of the lessons that I'm gonna be putting in this course a lot are from him and a lot are from experiences of growing up poor, growing up in a single mother household, growing up in social housing, uh, the projects in England. Uh, when my mother and father split, I was nine years old, I went to England. Um, becoming a world level athlete uh, and now becoming a self-made multimillionaire. So. so there you go. Again, if we could all throw our problems in a pile, you'd take back yours in a second. That's the principle there. All of these lessons I've learned absolutely the hard way. And if you disagree with anything in this video, that is your prerogative. But I can absolutely assure you, I know what I'm fucking talking about. I know what I'm talking about. I've lived an extreme life. There's a lot of people online who give out advice, that's fine. But I've lived an extreme life, more extreme than most. I have been in a single mother, my mum crying because she can't pay the bills, broke as a joke. I've been a multimillionaire. I've been a nobody, I've been uh, famous. I've been a world-level athlete. I've, I've started from nothing with a point where I had to run to the gym because I didn't even have a car to get there. I've done it all. So I've, I've, I've lived a very extreme life, and this is where these lessons come from. All right. Yeah, he looks actually, when he, when he references it, he looks a little bit sad. Interesting. Okay. Hit the like. Hit the sub, hit all for notifications, drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian on Tom M. Just click more in the video description. Buy my books at bit.ly slash Helios Books. And of course, go to my Patreon and subscribe, patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Let's continue. So when I talk about G mindset, 
G mindset is absolutely and utterly the most important thing. This is actually quite funny. Uh, a girl I was dating once, she said to me, you know, you remind me of RuPaul. And RuPaul is a famous fucking drag queen. So it's not very good. I was like, why? She goes, because he has a saying. He said, I always knew I was famous. I had to wait for the rest of the world to catch up. <laughs> That's about right. Yeah. Uh, now replace famous with narcissist. <laughs> Uh, that's funny yeah anyway but you do need you do need that that mindset of be so good they can't ignore you because the truth is this the truth is everyone starts off as a nobody and if you want to be somebody it takes effort long-term consistent effort to get there you don't just get there because you know the world gives it to you no no it must be earned it isn't given and she goes you have the same mindset and she said this to me before i had nothing because i told everyone i'm going to be world champion years before i even had a british title before i even had an english title that's uh muhammad ali i'm famous i said it before i sorry i'm the greatest i said it before i knew i was i just started fighting i was like oh i'm the next world champion yeah yeah and just, just i just started saying it but i said it with genuine conviction i knew i would be the best I genuinely knew I would be the best. You have to understand that this world, everyone constantly tells you, do not be arrogant. Do not have an ego. When I had my Twitter, I, I put my ego into overdrive because I found it entertaining. But people will constantly tell you to, to not talk in a way which is full of conviction. They, people do not like you to have, be arrogant and have an ego. This is the worst thing ever. Let me tell you a fact, number one facet of a G mindset. Your life is never gonna be worse if you walk through the world believing you are the fucking man. You wake up and look in the mirror and go, I'm the, I'm, a, I'm the fucking man. I am the man. There's no one on this planet who can do shit I couldn't do if I put my mind to it. I don't give a fuck how good you are at piano. If I decide to play piano, I would be better than you at piano. And I believe that. I don't just say these things. I fucking believe them. Right. That actually is a good attitude to have, which is the concept of there is nothing that is impossible for me. If I put in the effort, Mike Tyson, impossible is nothing to someone who truly tries. And when you go through life believing you really, really are the man, there are very few downsides. The downsides are everyone's going to call you an arrogant. Everyone's going okay. to call you a dickhead. Everyone's going to say he has a big ego. You're going to lose a few loser friends. Who cares? What you are going to gain is other people on the same path. You're going to gain other people who think, yeah, well, I'm the fucking man too. This guy's the man. Let's make some money. That's what's going to happen. So the first thing you can do with your G mindset is you need to start believing you are the fucking man. Even if you're not the man yet, even before I was world champion, I knew I was going to be the man. So I don't give a fuck. And I was happy to say that to anybody. When people called me arrogant and stupid and deluded, I just sit there and look at them and say, yeah, fuck you. I'm going to be the man. And this is how now, when my life's kind of come full circle, this is quite interesting. I'll tell you a very quick story. When I was 19, I think I had a sales job. This is actually about frame, right? The frame is, I'm strong, I'm powerful, I'm competent. That's the frame. And people can say whatever they want, but the truth bears out, right? And I had to drive, uh, I had to drive down to a sales meeting to try and sell some advertising. I had a really old shitty car. No, I must, I must have been older than 19. I was about 21. I had this old shit car and I'm driving. And as I'm driving my car, and I couldn't afford to have it fixed, I had a bump in the front. The front was all fucking caved in. So I had to park it away from the sales meeting and then walk to the sales meeting. So I'm driving this car, 
Anyway, pull up next to me at the lights, red light, pull up next to me, in a fucking Tuesday morning, 10 o'clock, music blasting, drop top Aston Martin with a Swedish number plate, some fucking dude about 30 with a hot blonde next to him. And I remember looking at him thinking, who, how, who the fuck's this guy? Like, here I am with my broken car on my way to fucking do a shit job. I can't afford to fix my car. This guy is from fucking Sweden and he's just driven to England and he's got a Swedish plate and he's got this hot bitch and he's got music pumping and he's on his way to have lunch. Like, where the fuck did my life go wrong? I want to be like that guy. And, and I think this every single time I live in Romania now, now I drive around Romania in my fucking Lamborghini or my Aston Martin or my Ferrari or my Bentley, whichever one I decide to drive. And they all have English number plates and I always have a girl with me and people look at me and people are giving me the exact same look I gave that guy. People look at me like, who the fuck's this guy from England who just drove here from England? I'm standing at the bus stop about to go to work and this guy's got a quarter of a million dollar car and a hot bitch on his way to have lunch with music blaring. And the reason I managed to, to, to go full circle is those small events in my life, seeing someone else with more success than me, ingrained in my brain. And to a lot of people, it doesn't ingrain in their brain. I was walking to school. If I was walking to, to college with my friends, I used to have to walk. I went to a college on the other side of town. So I had to walk 4.6, I think it was, fucking miles to college. It was a fucking nightmare. So I used to walk, walk, walk. Halfway, I meet some other people. Da -da -da, and towards the end, there'd be a group of five or six of us along the way. And when I met, and one day a Ferrari burnt past us. And everyone else was like, oh, yeah, Ferrari. I'm like, and I remember saying to the group, I was only 18. I said, doesn't it annoy you that this guy has a fucking 300,000 pound car and, and we'll probably never have one. And they're like, oh yeah, it's only a car. I'm like, no, you don't understand. There is a life hack. There's something happening where people are living lives that other people don't get to live. There's something happening. There's something going on. I want to have a 300,000 pound car. I want it. And no one else wanted it. These little events didn't ingrain in their brain. For well, yeah, that describes, again, people are different, right? But Andrew being highly competitive right wanted to win and that's the difference ferrari driving past me bothered me and it bothered me to my core to the point where i decided i would do anything it takes to have one whereas other people just saw it and carried on with their normal lives this is the reason i have six or seven supercars and other people don't because these small events ingrained in my brain so this is the second thing g mindset first thing you have to believe you're the fucking man you can achieve anything and when i say that i don't want i'm going to say that again you have to believe you're the fucking man and you have to believe you can achieve anything. I'm not saying you can achieve anything easily. I'm not saying it's not going to take a whole bunch of work. I'm not saying it's going to happen quickly. But you have to believe you can achieve anything. I'll tell you something now. I don't give a fuck if it's being an astronaut. I don't care about climbing Mount Everest. You give me enough time to train, I will get it done. I know that for a fact because I know who I am as a man. That's the first thing. The second thing is, you need to be perspicacious. You need to understand that in this world, there's a whole bunch of people doing amazing shit that you are not doing. And that needs to piss you off. Because if it pisses you off, you become motivated all of a sudden. I was the only one who was pissed off when that Aston Martin was next to me and I had my sales job. I was the only one who was pissed off when I saw that Ferrari drive past. Other people were not annoyed by it. And when they're not annoyed by it, they're not driven to beat it. You understand? They're not driven to be where that person was. You need to be annoyed and... I'm telling you, I'm telling you to be angry. Anger is a fantastic force. Like I said, the world tells you not to be arrogant, it tells you not to be angry. It's two things it tells you to do. Don't be arrogant, don't have an ego, and you know, you don't have anger. You're a fucking man, you're a full grown man. It's perfectly fine for you to be pissed off. It's perfectly fine for you to look around at your life, 
Look at the girl you're fucking. Look at the house you live in. Look at the car you drive. And get pissed off and go, you know what? I want a hotter bitch. I want a fucking nicer house. I want a faster car. There's nothing wrong if you take that anger and you direct it in the correct direction. This is the reason I stopped fighting now. People go, why do you stop fighting us? Because I fought and I went through hell to get everything I now have. I had nothing when I fought. I had nothing. And I wanted the life I now have. Now I wake up in one of my three mansions with one of my seven supercars and one of my 15 women. What do I need to fight for? Like, people have different motivations for different things. There's some fighters out there who... Right. So what he's, what he's saying is, again, now that he's, that he's achieved a certain amount of money, right? The point is not to fight for, you know, to claw your way into being a millionaire. Now there are other fights to fight. I'm sure. I'm sure he's fighting some other fight now right it's just you know in the business sense or whatever that that sort of thing as opposed to you know struggling and clawing to get to get to where you want to go now yeah i i feel the same way about for example my uh, my youtube channel i mean if if you've been following along since the beginning of of my uh, of my journey i i started off with 5 views on my videos now i have videos that have 500 views or, you know, a thousand views or 20,000 views. These are th- this is what I've achieved through my own efforts, right? I know one day I'm going to have a video with a million views. I'm going to make good money off of YouTube. It's, it's happening. It's just a slow process, right? And it's the same for you. Whatever it is that you want to achieve, it takes consistent long-term effort. It's not going to come to you quickly. It's not going to come to you easily. But it will come. To be someone that you're not, you have to do something that you don't do. If you want to be above average, you have to work harder than average. You have to be above average. And how do you be above average? You be above average through the choices that you make every day, through the actions that you take. Quitters don't win. So just think about what quitters do and don't do that. Do the opposite. Wake up in the morning, you know, a quitter would wake up, you know, 10 minutes before work and go to work, but you're not a quitter, so you're going to wake up at 5.30 a.m. and you're going to go for a run every day or whatever, six days a week with the rest day. Quitters, oh, they think weights are too heavy, so they're not going to lift those, but you're not a quitter, so you go to the gym four times a week or five times a week and lift those weights. Quitters don't want to experience pain, but you're not a quitter. So you don't you don't do that. You you experience pain. You you experience the fear of rejection, the fear of the the fear of loss. You experience, you try, you struggle, you fight. And yeah, you lose. But you also win much more than the average person. And that's the difference. Fight for other reasons, you know? But my motivation was I was pissed off at the world. And now I'm not as angry as I used to be, so I don't believe I'm as good a fighter as I used to be. I'll still whoop some ass, but I'm not as good as I used to be. So that's why I've decided to retire early. <coughs> but this is the second thing. So the first thing, believe you're the man. Second thing, you need to get angry about your situation. If you've bought this course and you're watching it and you're sitting there, right now you're watching it and you look around you and you don't own the home you're in, get pissed off. If there ain't a Ferrari on your drive, get pissed off. If you don't have 10 Playboy Bunny level beauties, get pissed off. And what the fuck? You need to sit there and realize, whoa, 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 I have a few years of consciousness. And even less than that, I have a few short years as a young man because age will damage you. I mean, if you're a millionaire when you're 60, it's not nearly as good as being a millionaire at my age. I became a millionaire at 28. 
So you need to realize you got a few short years as a young man, you're fucking wasting them. You need to sit there and go, fuck, shit, get angry. Because getting angry, forced, directed anger is an extremely powerful force. So these are the first two things you need to do for a G mindset. This is the third thing, and this is a very, very important thing, because I try and explain this to people and they don't seem to understand it. So I'm gonna make this very, very blunt. Nobody, absolutely nobody, gives a fuck about you as much as you're gonna have to give a fuck about yourself. Absolutely true. Nobody cares about your success. You're going to need to be the one that goes in and puts in the work. You. If not you, then who? If not now, then when? It needs to be you. And it needs to be now. Let me quote uh, Martin Luther King. The best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago. The next best time is now. This is your moment. Don't waste it. Earn your leisure. When you're, you know, watching TV or whatever, understand that you fought and struggled and tried and persevered and did all the little things every single day to be strong so that you earned watching TV and so on. Nobody cares about you as much as they need to care to fix your life. Even your parents, even your friends, even all the people who think they care about you, they care about you. Yeah, sure, there may be two or three people on the planet who genuinely care about you. But nobody is going to come to your bed, drag you out of bed, fucking drag you to a job, force you to work hard, go and get you a hot bitch, and go and buy you a Ferrari. Nobody is going to do that for you. Absolutely true. You are never going to have any of the things you want if you do not get them yourself. Nobody cares about you enough to do it for you. This is absolutely true. Personally, I'm an atheist. And when I say I'm an atheist, people say, people seem to be a bit confused by this. I don't know why that surprises people, but I'm absolutely not really an atheist. And the reason I'm an atheist is because I believe that there is no grand plan. There's no God in the sky looking out for me. I don't believe that there's anyone here to save me on this planet or in in the sky or anywhere else. I am me. I was born. I have maybe, if I'm lucky, 70, because I'm, I'm quite big. When you're physically large, you die sooner. 70 years of consciousness. And these years I experienced, the only person who's going to make them fun and exciting and interesting, the only person who's going to make me happy and live a life that I want to live is me. No- That's right. Exactly right. When you're on your deathbed, whenever it may be, and it may be sooner than you think, depends on the person, right? You don't even know how much time you're given. But when you die, understand you tried. And that's the point. Even if you fail to achieve the goals that you set for yourself, that you tried to achieve them, that you struggled and fought and persevered and became a strong man, that will make you happy on your deathbed, knowing that you didn't waste the time you were given because you're not given a long time. And it ends faster than you think. Nobody's going to do it for me. No God has a plan for me. There's no one else who wakes up each day and goes, you know what? I want to make Andrew Tate's life better. I want to get him more pussy and more money. No one thinks that about me. No one thinks that about you either. Nobody thinks that about you. The only person who gives a shit about your life truly is you. And if you don't give a shit, then you're fucked. But Literally. point two, get angry. You're going to start giving a shit very soon. And after you get angry, you need to realize that nobody is going to give you the things you want. 
It doesn't matter if Donald Trump is president or not. I'm a huge Trump fan, but it doesn't make a difference. No politician is going to make you rich. No one else is going to come along and say, I'm going to concentrate my effort on fixing your life. Nope. Nobody. You have to understand you are out here alone, absolutely alone. And when you understand these three things, you start to see how a mindset comes together. Nobody's going to save you. You're fucked. It's totally down to you. You're pissed off with your current situation and you want to change it. Plus, you believe you can do absolutely anything. This is how I thought at 18 years old. This is how I achieved so much in the short years. This is how I went from a nobody to a world-level athlete and I'm out on the air. Also, people confuse the two. Kickboxing is not boxing. I made it in, across my entire career in kickboxing, maybe about 700,000. I, I now have about eight or nine million. This was not made in kickboxing. This was made in other ventures. I have managed to be a world-level athlete and an extremely successful businessman at exactly the same time. Because at a very young age, when I had my prime resource of energy and power at 18, 19 years old, I understood those three tenets. I believe I can do anything. I'm pissed off I don't have the life I want. And nobody else is going to give it to me. These are three things you need to understand. No one cares. And you're going to die alone. I, and, and when I say alone, I mean on your deathbed. Nobody dies with you. You die. Everyone says that, you know, oh, you'll die surrounded by friends and family. No, you're just going to be in a bed and you're going to be out of your mind because that's, that's just how it goes. And then, you know, those, those last two minutes before you, you die, you're going to think, how did I do, you know? And if you didn't try, well, and if you didn't try with your full powers, your full effort, your full ability, then what was even the point of all of that? What was even the point? To die knowing you were a waste of space, that would be the biggest tragedy. To die knowing that you didn't achieve what it is that you wanted, you never did. You never made it. You never did it. To die there, that would be truly pathetic. Not even having tried. If you try and you die, then at least you tried. You die with that in your mind. I tried to be everything that I could. I tried. I truly tried. If you don't even try, what are you? If any one of these elements is missing, you'll never have the right mindset. The G mindset will never formulate if any one of these elements is missing. All three are absolutely essential. And the sooner you get your act together, the sooner you start to panic and worry and be concerned that you're 24 or 25, you're not fucking rich yet. There's 24 and 25 year olds out there who got a contract for a fucking NBA or their parents, or they won the lottery, who knows what. There's 24 and 25-year-olds out there who are multimillionaires fucking the hot models. These Instagram girls with 3 million followers, they're getting dicked by someone, and it ain't you. And that needs to piss you off. You need to get concerned. You need to get worried. You need to, shit, I'm running out of time. You need to get some urgency in your life. Put these three things together. It's absolutely essential. It's the beginning of the G mindset. When you have these three, three things totally done, I'll tell you what happens. I'll tell you what happened for me. So I became a sayer. So my brother used to say, you've become a sayer. And what that means is I made a pact to him that my word was unbreakable, strength and honor. And that if I said something, I meant it. So I'd wake up in the morning and I'd say to my brother, I'm doing a thousand press-ups today. Once I said it, once I spoke it, it's like, like a genie 
it became true. If I said I was going to do a thousand press-ups, I'd do them. Because if I didn't do them, I'd feel guilty within myself that I was the kind of person who talks shit. Because G's don't talk shit. So the three tenets we've already learned, and you've instilled these in your mind, you don't want to be the kind of person who talks shit. So if I woke up to my brother and said, I'm doing a thousand press-ups, or I'm running 20 miles today, I would do it. Because if I didn't do it, I'd feel like a dickhead. Because when you instill these mindsets, when, you're, when your mindset changes, you start to be extremely accountable for yourself. No one's coming to save you. You become extremely accountable. So when you realize that your word is one of the few things you have on this planet, if you say things, you're going to start sticking to them. So then it becomes very easy to train. You say, I'm going to train every day this week. I'm going to train for two hours a day. As soon as you set it, it's basically done. If I say something, it's basically done. It's, it's set in stone. If I say something, I'm going to do it. There's no way I'm going to say, I'm going to make, say some words and speak them into existence in this, on this planet. And then I'm going to be the kind of pussy who quits because it's too hard. And that is, actually, now I understand. Why is it so powerful that a man's word is his bond? That's why. Because it's not about the words. It's about the action behind the words. Becoming a man of action is the thing. Once you're a man of action, there's very, very little you can't accomplish. If I say I'm going to do 10,000 push-ups, I'm going to do them. Because I'm the kind of person who sticks to the words he says. And this is another thing you need to understand with the G mindset. You have to be very, very specific with what you say. Because if you instill your mindset correctly, and you start to just say things, just start saying things. Then you hold yourself accountable. Say things you don't even think you want to do. Wake up and go up to your friend or your mom or whoever and say, you know what? I'm going to do a thousand push-ups today. Say it to people. And they're going to say, no, you're not. So watch me. And then you have a choice. You're either going to succeed like a G or you're going to be a little pussy and you're going to quit at 310 because it's hard. What kind of man are you? That's a decision you need to make. But if you're the kind of man I was, I'd say shit and I'd fucking stick to it. My brother said, you become a sayer. I used to train with my brother. He'd say, let's do 500. So let's do 2,000. They'd say, well, you've said it now, so we have to do it. I was like, exactly. I said it now, so now we have to do it. There is no surrender. I, we have to do it. This is another facet of the G mindset. This is number four. You've got to start saying shit, and your word has to be iron. Unbreakable. Powerful stuff. Okay. We're going to end the video there. Hit the like, hit the subscribe, hit all for notifications. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian on Tom M. Just click more in the video description. Buy my books at bit.ly slash Helios Books. And of course, go to my Patreon and subscribe. Patreon.com slash The Helios Blog. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Especially if you listen to the end. I really do appreciate it. Take care of yourselves. And I'll see you next time.